glad that the baby dick is on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Not literally. Figuratively. First time was rest in peace. Second time was a relic. Third time was ley line. Now I hope it lasts. I can see it in your graveyard. Exile it when you recur. See it in everything you do, even in your hand. You got recursion, <laughs> baby. Love the way I exile it. You got recursion, baby. You're the reason I run Bajuka Bug. I'm actually quite surprised I know this. I think, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know it. Uh, so this is like the right stuff from... New Kids on the Block? Uh, you got to say it the right way. N-K-O-T-B. New Kids on the Block, yeah. That's what Cindy... That's Cindy Close enough to knob. <laughs> I don't know. Clearly. Well, yeah. That, no, I remember. That is a, a song suggestion from number two. Hey, number, number two. two. Hey. Yeah, so number I had to get two. that in there. I was like, ah, oh, that's awesome. I got it. You know, a lot of these songs... Well, I got one that's coming in a couple of weeks that... Uh, Mr. Clearly enjoy. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's a very long song, so this one was oh, nice and like sweet. a ballad. Yeah, it's all. Totally, right. It's going to be awesome. All right, welcome to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith, and I am Lowry Smith. Don't worry, we're cousins. Woo! <laughs> wink. Yeah, Winky you face. wink. They can't see the wink. Yeah. Well, I'm practicing for when we start recording ourselves. Oh, nice. We got to get rid of our hand gestures because we always do that. <laughs> oh, now Larry's jerking off two guys at once. No, it's just one boop, person boop. with two dicks. Lucky. <laughs> uh, all right, so this is episode 56. Uh, we got quite a few things going on today. What are we doing today, actually? Uh, so we're going to go with... Uh, a new segment. We're going to call it Slaughter on Sight. Slaughter on Sight. And actually, we're going to stretch this shit out. This is going to yeah. be... We got like, <laughs> we got like at least three weeks of this. <laughs> at least three weeks. And then we kind of pull well, off Well, then, then you kind of figured ones. out some things where it's like already too late cards and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, Spinoffs we... that nobody will like. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like Joey after Friends. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I did like, watch that show a little bit. Because <laughs> no. I, I was like, I love Joey. And I watched it. I was like, God, they're really trying hard with this. Uh, I'll keep... No, this is terrible. I got to mm, stop. So Yeah, that was... That was me at the commercial. So. <laughs> uh, and then we get into... Just uh, the tips. Just the tips. It's gameplay edition. J- just the tips. Just kind of like stuff that we do to make uh, games go faster or smoother or just so you don't miss triggers and stuff like that. Yeah, and some other little tips that'll help for newer players too. There's a lot of things like when we're playing with people that have only been playing for... Even if you've been playing for a couple of years, there's things that you miss. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, you should really do this instead when you're playing your turn because it'll actually benefit you in the long run sure so uh and then we got lowry played if you didn't i, I played a game over skype and yeah kind of like tweeted Twitter. a picture yeah. out and i was like it's a pretty janky setup but like <laughs> it's kind of fun i want to talk a lot about it a little bit so, so. It, well we'll get some gameplay from that and then we have of course smith specs of the week Wee-oo. uh we do want to start off by talking about our twitter and all that other fun stuff so um twitter as you know we are a day late and that's because our wives and a dollar short uh, that's a saying i know it is it's a lame <laughs> saying though okay that's I'm why mad. i did that uh, i'm not mad larry i'm just disappointed that you went with that i'm sorry i can't be original <laughs> all the time uh but yeah if, if you followed us on twitter we've been getting a lot more people following on twitter not only for the stuff we're spec or the 
the proxies of the week and sure. you're proxies not sharing week. with Adam not and sh- you're uh, yeah. And I do card sphere. Uh, the card sphere, whatever comes in that week. I'll do it at the end of the week, like Friday, Saturday ish. Yeah. But we um, did put in advance that we weren't going to be putting this episode out because wives had a girls weekend, left yeah. us with the Woo-hoo! kids. <laughs> that was so great. So yeah, they didn't get yeah. home until late last night and we were just like, all right, let's just do, we're actually going to be doing two episodes tonight. Yeah. You're only going to hear one today, <laughs> but we'll have another one. And then, week. uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can follow us YouTube and all that. Subscribe there. You can find our videos. Uh, that's yeah. That, we appreciate that a lot. Yeah. So that, that's the the free way. We've said it before, and I know other podcasts say it, but it is the free way to to support the show is liking, subscribing is watch, a big thing. Watch a essentially a blank screen. <laughs> well, we got other videos up there. That's true. Yes, we but do have more interesting videos. Not necessarily you have to watch if you subscribe. The more subscribers we have, no, the I better. totally know what you mean. So if we can have everybody listen, just go there, click on it, and you can leave. Then you can leave it. Go never go dinner, back. <laughs> and then you can come. Oh, back you're trying to get the the play. Count. Just get the clicks. <laughs> That's all we want. I think you just meant go there, subscribe. Just just you subscribe. Can make you don't even have like. You know what? Here's Beluga. even better. Make like five or ten accounts and go and subscribe <laughs> with all those accounts so we get more subscribers on there. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> we won't know it. We won't be like, oh, holy crap, shit. we're blowing up. Yeah. It's uh, Jacob B. number three and Jacob B. number four. <laughs> holy crap, that's crazy. We have all these. They're very similar. What are the chances? Stupid. Uh, <laughs> Then you can also email us uh, song suggestions. We've been getting a lot of these songs lately. Yeah. I haven't had to write a fucking song, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm like I this mean, is easy. Aussie, now. Aussie Nate's getting to the point where he's written as many as we have. Yeah, I have Aussie Nate uh, songs lined up where I'm like, all right, I'll get to this one <laughs> somewhere down the road. And I was like, he's I, prolific. Yeah, he it's, is. It's uh, pretty good. It's amazing. Uh, and then, like we talked about last week, we did start. Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, we got uh, seven people. Seven people, which we were like very kind. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, actually, we do want to thank some people. Uh, why don't you okay. start us off, actually? Uh, so Matt Heinzman uh, has donated. Tyson Knutson. Uh, Jeremy Pangrel. Adam Bush. He is from Not So Serious Magic. So that, Number two. Yeah, number two. Hey, number uh, two. We got uh, Carter Babs. All right, here we go. Jacob. Shit. Bashika. Bashika. Yeah. <laughs> we went over it before and I'm like, I'm going to fuck his name up. You should say I it. Could, it like, that could still be a fuck up. <laughs> yeah. So apologize again because we've, uh, I know you've emailed us and stuff. Yeah. I, I'm just terrible. You know me with reading. Past. It's awesome. In and time. I was like, would it be funny if I just tried to to read it? I'm glad that you jumped in. And then Tom Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, can we switch? I want to do the Springsteen. <laughs> you, you wrote the order. Yeah. I know. I just wrote down how we had it all lined up. So, so a, couple, a couple of those are uh, you recognize some friends some of, of ours as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah you, we've talked about them. We appreciate it super much from everybody there. We appreciate uh, it super, super much. much. <laughs> I'm f- good with my adjectives and... <laughs> It's like my wife when she used to do the <laughs> all, all entire entirely, all entirely, and I'm like, wait, no, she said all entire day, yeah, all entire, but she, that oh, everything entirely. was all entire, what? and I'm like, wait, 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 so you're like, you're taking everything, and then <laughs> you're taking everything again. <laughs> She's like, yeah, so I'm really getting everything. I was like, okay, just making sure all in, all entire just day. Just in case something falls out of your hands, yeah. you got to pick that got up. everything. Yeah, yeah. makes so. sense to me. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much because we didn't know what to expect. You know, No idea. This <laughs> is like, I was shit. expecting like 
my mother to donate and that's about it <laughs> yeah. mom can you uh can you please give me a dollar <laughs> why why no. is your only patron patron I, uh a smith name yeah. <laughs> remember, that, are Smiths. remember that time when i wanted money to go rent a movie and you denied me 20 times in a row i want that now that's because it was a porn no <laughs> <laughs> you don't rent that I didn't yeah that's you weird download it on the internet no we don't have internet either all I'm right. just saying that we were poor. <laughs> Leave me so, alone. Thank you very much. Uh, all those people actually are getting, uh, if you go on there. Some proxies. Proxies. At the end of the month, we will be sending out proxies. They're actually, all of them are getting at least two. Uh, Jeremy's getting a couple more because he had a nice donation there. Um, but So you get a choice of the proxies. So if you donate anything above $5 and up, you get a choice of that. If you're at the $1 tier, you'll get one after six months of donating. Because yeah. otherwise, if we're giving a proxy, we kind of figured out, we're like, we're actually going to, if somebody donates a dollar and we're giving them a proxy right off the bat, it's like, we have to pay for making it and then sending it. And this will probably change too, as we, oh, we're yeah, going to try sure. and come up with like other stuff. Well, yeah, we've so talked about the, the token stuff. Uh, I have an appointment with my tattoo guy next week. And... Well, we're going to do like the veiny dick sleeve from, <laughs> yeah. right? We're going to figure that oh, out. I forgot to ask. I'm going to talk to him about that. I was like, hey, can you design a can, veiny can dick? Design... <laughs> <laughs> T-shirts of I'm with cousin. Come on. With we're going to have a whole line. Of... <laughs> oh, man. We got okay. ideas here. Yeah. I got to remember to write that one down. I don't, I, I, I'm glad that the veiny dick is on your head. <laughs> <laughs> not literally <laughs> figuratively i think we should move on to our episode here so anyways again yeah, so we're like all right <laughs> five minutes into the episode and oh, we're already shit okay all right um, beer of the episode oh yeah let's gonna be pompeii uh this is an uh indian pale ale from toppling goliath this is a company that kind of specializes in ipas and they have a bunch of different ones they're very crisp very very tasty Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. God damn it. <laughs> what happened to my request for the sour? I wanted sour. I can't find any. I actually, I craved it As so in, much. I don't that, really want them right now. <laughs> I craved it so much that I picked up the only sour that was at uh, the Target liquor store. That, that I was, sounds desperate. <laughs> I, had to, I had the boys with me this weekend, and I was like, ah, I don't want to get in the car, go to the liquor store, take them out, and get it. I was like, okay, going to the Target liquor store. That was the only sour they had. It was all right, but that was my <laughs> fix because I was wanting sure. sour beers. But yeah, this no, is actually pretty decent. Take another sip. <laughs> yeah. So <It's> great. <laughs> all, all right, right, moving on. Uh, Slaughter on sight. Mary and I went skiing. We made a snowman. She touched my leg. Okay, kill him. So the point of this segment is the cards that come into play, these are the cards that as soon as they're in play... 99% of the time, you need to kill these as soon as possible. If you let it get around to the other person's turn and they untap or it now gets haste or not haste, it's able to actually do its ability, uh, you're fucked is basically what the, the deal is. Yeah, here. the game is essentially ending. So anytime that you see these cards come into play, kill them as soon In as possible. In our opinion... Yeah. Top 15. Yeah. <laughs> Top we got a list. <laughs> yeah. 
we we got a number. That's what we're, our goal we is. Gonna... We, and it has to be a round number. We had 16, and we're like, no, nope, we got to get one. to 15. Which one sounds weak? <laughs> yeah. So if, if you want to know, we cut uh, Elvish Piper. It used yep. to be, I, I feel like it's a good card, but it's very situational. With so, Yeah, I've, I've seen it just as many times do awesome stuff as in, and then nothing. Yeah. Where like it comes around, nobody kills it, and they do nothing with it. Yeah. So that's the cut. If that could be our sixteen, if you wanted. But here's the number, the the fifteen yeah, we, that we like. The we best. literally did not put this in an order. No, <laughs> so, we didn't. But it's top fifteen in whatever order you feel is. Maybe give us a uh, list of how you guys would arrange this order. No, I'm just no, kidding. Or you can give no, us other ones. That's that. the other thing. Is these are creatures, not legendary. I, I would also say not about to combo because I think there's plenty of cards out there that like combo yeah. with each other. That you. Never mind. What? You started with that uh, C word, and it sounded like you were going to say something else. Counterspell? No. Was scary? Close to it. (laughs) I thought you were going to say something else. I'm going to probably cut this whole part out, because I was like, what is he talking about? Come. Um, (laughs) Did I say combo? No. Uh, But yeah, uh, say what you said again, that these are... (laughs) Uh, So, and these are are also individually good, not comboing with anything. Correct. Just to go off. So why don't you start us off with the first one, not necessarily first one we're one. talking about yes. would be Sire of Insanity. Uh, There's a demon, and at the end of each player's turn, everybody at the game discards their hand. So this card almost can be a almost too late but you there is a small window if you have an instant to be able to kill it before the end of yep. their turn because as soon as they are getting to the end of their turn everybody's discarding so and it, then you're just running out of options like yeah. it's it's a rough rough card it super I've slows down the game a yeah. lot <laughs> i have it in my zancha deck it's perfect in there and you want this just like if you're playing any type of recursion, you're already getting the advantage mm-hmm. on that degree. Or if you have like, um, you know, Geth's Grimoire that allows you to draw more cards off of that, and then you can maybe play it instant speed. I don't know what you're doing. I don't build your decks <laughs> unless you copy my decks. But that's uh, so it's it's a crazy crazy powerful card that just like really slows down the game, and you're trying to get some type of advantage off of it. Uh, the next one on the list is Nova Blast Worm, and that is the is it? It's white and green. It's a white green card, yeah. And then when Worm. it attacks, destroy all creatures. Other creatures. So it stays alive. So you actually can keep destroying the yep. board, destroying the board, and destroying so essentially, the board. if they're able to wrath the board and they can hit anybody with that seven seven, because all the creatures are pretty much dead, mm-hmm. and repeated. Rats are super powerful. Yeah. So yeah, definitely kill that on site. The next slaughter one. on site. Oh, that's sorry. Term. What's Dang the it. deal? We just came up with this like two days yeah. ago. <laughs> we're, we're like, what do we call this? It's, it took us like a week to figure out the name. <laughs> what, then you, we went with alliteration. I yeah. mean, why did we try harder? What do we do? We did. Uh, we tried Avada Kedavra. Yeah, Avada Kedavra. Then I was like, ah, let's do something like Game Super of Thrones because Game of Thrones is about the final seasons about to start. What What are some quotes? And then you really researched it. You're like going through all these like. Quotes. I went through like 200 quotes, and I was like, none of these work. Yeah. None of these work. You put a lot of work in yeah yeah uh, i do thank you for recognizing me finally <laughs> good job larry <laughs> i appreciate what you do 
All right, the next one I use quite a bit. So yeah. why don't you go ahead and read Tide that? Spell Tyrant, uh, which is a blue card creature, uh, obviously because it's a creature list. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, Lowry. Uh, so whenever uh, the controller casts a spell, um, they get to bounce any permanent mm-hmm. play. Generally, they're gonna be able to play this and, then, then and another boom, spell boom, boom, and start boom, boom, trying boom. to get rid of yeah. other cards. This this can hit land. Anything that's in play. Yeah, so this this card can get really scary if they're being able to play a bunch of spells. Like, this could go really well in, like, a Niv-Mizzet deck where you're trying to draw, like, play a bunch of spells, draw a bunch of cards, and... You're pinging, bouncing stuff. Like yeah. it can get just big brutal. I used it in my Animar deck, so he would come out super cheap. Uh, because if you know Animar, you know it costs less for each creature you cast. You know how many counters mm-hmm. he has on him. So then I was able to play him, and then my other creature, and another creature, and another creature, and just like bounce, 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 bounce. Get just everybody. pretty much, yeah. That was kind of a lot, a lot of times my game winner was yeah. Tide Spout. That that's actually what I would go search for to clear the board. Uh, then the next one, Lowry likes to use this one. I've seen you use this the most, uh, Hermit Druid. And what is his ability? Is it a tap ability? And you a use- green tap, and then you reveal cards until you get a basic land, and all those other cards go into the graveyard. Yeah, so you could be playing a recursion deck. Hence that song that Adam number two <laughs> made there about recursion. Cute. Yeah. Uh, so. Not only that, you're getting a land that helps, but a lot of times you're using this in a deck that's going to combo with using your graveyard yeah, and everything. Yeah, it works with like Sedisi Brood Tyrant. Um, there are a lot of combos that, well, Lab Maniac works perfect mm-hmm. with this as a combo, but that's not why it's here. It's just a really efficient graveyard filler, mm-hmm. and that's uh, can be very, very scary. And then next on the list, Vigor. Vigor. Uh, so Vigor is... Uh, it's a 6-6, and it prevents all damage to all of your other creatures, and then they get plus one, plus one counters for as much damage that was that prevented. Take. So yeah, prevent, yeah, that's right. The, the card is crazy. You just, and when it dies, it doesn't go into the graveyard. It gets shuffled back into your library. So, um, But it does not prevent it to itself. So clone that bitch. Yeah, clone, clone it and then kill it. So, but it, well, I mean, uh, just get that out and then you clone your own Vigor. I, I've had this card just do some funky stuff yeah. with like, what, what was it? I one time I was playing a Rafika the Many deck, and I attacked with one creature, uh, so it gave it plus one plus one double strike, and then they blocked with a card with Vigor in play. And I was like, oh, my creature's gonna live. I just wanted the attack trigger, and. It dealt first strike damage to that creature, pumped it up bef- before normal oh, yeah. combat, and then <laughs> killed my guy. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> God dang it. And then I just made theirs like a 16-16. <laughs> I was like, this is stupid. Uh, so be careful about Vigor. But yeah, kill it's a it. Because you can, like, if you're like, oh, I can block everything that you got, and I can, um, you just like, well, I'm going to toss all these guys at you. And if you block everything, they just get huge for the yeah. next turn. So you almost got to, like, take it. And if they leave little, like, dinky 1-1s behind, they can just block all day and just get huge mm-hmm. later on. The card is just crazy. You got to kill not, it as you, soon as... Yeah. It, the reason it, it... Normally, when Vigor is in the deck, it's working with some kind of Shoot. Yeah. shenanigans. Yeah, just think. Playing Vigor and then that turn, play Blasphemous Act, give all of your other creatures plus 13, plus 13, and then everybody else is probably yeah. dead, and then you just win the game. Yeah. 
And if they block, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. Uh, all right. Slaughter. <laughs> slaughter on site. Stone Hewer Giant is the next slaughter card. Uh, this one is the white giant that when he's, he has vigilance. When he's in play, you can tap. What, is it just tap? Oh, white and the colorless yeah, tap it. Tap him. So you have to wait a turn. But you get to go search for any equipment and put it in into play, play equipped attached to, to any him. creature. Or is it to him? Any creature. Oh, that's right. Okay. We're going off of memory on this. We're trying. <laughs> this so, is all testing us at the same time. So, so yeah, you, you can, can attack your, with your team. And then whoever's getting through, like, just go and search for, I mean, there's, I think it's like World Slayer, which just destroys, destroys all, all the permanent. Like, but yep. if you have like a um, indestructible, indestructible mm-hmm. deck, like you just win the game right off there. Or any type of sword of X and Y, like Feast yeah. of Famine, which we might talk about. What? Uh, Foreshadowing. But like, it just, uh, you know, it can do some really crazy tricks and you just don't know what's going on. It's putting directly into play. Well, yeah. you Yeah. There's a lot of crazy equipment that you can get that. Yeah, Could like is it Elbrus the the Binding Blade that like gives a creature plus one plus zero, oh, but and if then it hits, it d- flips over flip into like a, yeah nine yeah. thirteen whatnot. Yep. Maybe, yeah, seven, seven. I don't know. It's no, crazy. Uh, it, no, the nine seven is Westvale I think, yeah, Abbey. Yeah, Westvale Abbey. So, what was the name of that one again? Let me. I just want to look at it. Uh, Elbrus the Binding Blade, I believe it is. Let's check it out. 13-13. Flying indestructible trample. Whenever a player dies or loses the game, it gets 13-1-1 counters. Yeah, so you just go and cheat and get that <laughs> yeah. into play. Just deal one extra damage and then... The one thing you have to look out for, which I've done with this, is uh, make sure you're playing a black deck. That has to be in a black deck, <laughs> yes. Even though the equipment is an artifact, when it flips over, it turns to a black creature. So the color identity is black. Yeah. So, all right, next one. Is going to be Sadistic Hypnotist. I'd use this in my recent Tesa deck. Yeah, so you want to slaughter this thing right away because all they have to do is sacrifice a creature. Now, it's sorcery speed. Yeah. But And then they target a player and they got to discard two cards. And again, just very similar to Sire of Insanity, like if you have like Nath of the Guiltleaf deck, you just wreck everybody's hand and then you still have it. But it's still good in a token deck because you end up being the only person with a hand. And you and just wiped everybody else's cards and they're top decking everything yeah, to try to that, get back in the game. That puts the game so much mm-hmm. in the sadistic hypnotist's like owner's favor. So this this could be the almost too late, but like you said, it's at sorcery speed. So yeah. it hits hits the battlefield. You can deal with it at that point if you have something to and kill. So it if right they're away. if they're starting to yeah, like machine gun off, mm-hmm. you you interrupt in the middle, they can't add another one onto mm-hmm. the stack because it's sorcery speed. So but if nobody has anything to do with it, it's pretty much game over because mm-hmm. they're just at such an advantage at that point. Uh, another one, we've talked about this one uh, over the last couple weeks and everything. It's one of Lowry's favorite. It is Mother of Ruins, and you all know what that does. It's the one white. Uh, it can tap to give protection... Of any color any, to any, any creature, creature that you control. Yeah. So you can protect creatures, or you can make it so they're unblockable by... If they're Getting playing through, monocolor, yeah. whatever... Um, so it protects it, it from spot removal. There's, it's just annoying as fuck that you want to kill it is what it is. But also it just gets your big badass creatures through. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody's like, oh, I wish Blight that creature Steel had... Colossus. Okay. Yeah, well, that now, has, that is trample. But yeah, you could just get make through it the a, team. In, yeah. It, indestru- not indestru- <laughs> make him indestructible. Blight Steel. You know. That would be, uh, <laughs> that would be ideal, I think. <laughs> Hence his name, <laughs> the Blight Steel. But yeah, uh, it just it can cause some 
major problems when it's in play because it's just it's fucking tricky. Yeah, tricky shit. Tricky shit. All right. Uh, next one that we're going to talk about is Utvara Hellkite. Utvara. Now, <laughs> that was a good one. Mm. Uh, so this one, it, when it's in play, whenever you have a dragon attack, you get to put a 6-6 dragon token into play. So it's not just for, you know, a lot of those cards where it's like, whenever dragons attack, put a 6-6 into play. It's whenever any of your dragons. Yeah. So if you have four dragons attacking... Six six, get, six 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 six. You get four, you get four sixes, and that happens when it's in play. So you don't even have to attack with it. It's mm-hmm. just put it into play, attack with X amount of dragons. So get that it's a many. borderline, almost too late. But yeah, you you have to react before their attack mm-hmm. step, um, or else it just gets ooh, just yeah, hard. We it's, played a game what in the last couple months when uh, this got out, and it just got kind of ugly. We it just not ends deal the game. It. Yeah, because yeah. like the crackback can't happen. And the six sixes are real. That's that's real, man. That's <laughs> real life. That's real life. That's real life. Yeah. You, I mean, if you don't have an echoing truth, you're in trouble. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one is Archangel of Thune, and that is the angel that is it. Whenever you gain life, put a one one counter on everything. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And it has flying lifelink. It's like a three five. Yeah. That's it. But yeah. But like, you're in a life gain deck most likely when you're playing with this card. Yeah. So you just play you just it. Play it. Attack with lifelinkers and gain yeah. just to get huge. And then yeah. Or kill. if you have like uh, any spells that gain you life, anything like that. You're, yeah, and it's an incremental thing. So if you have like the spell sisters type uh modern deck where whenever a creature comes into play gain one life but you have multiple of those out. It's for each it, one of those. It'd come into play mm-hmm. and then it'd be like, Well, we got two of those and each one of them gets plus two plus two mm. for each creature the the card just gets crazy and it also does combo with uh i want to say it's spike feeder um the green yeah it's a green spike that yeah. you remove a one one counter from it gain two life yeah and then you just just put a one one counter back on it, and life. Do it so again not the purpose like this card is just really powerful on it like even on its own yeah um just a three well, five yeah, life if it's by itself that and you attack team. and yeah if it's the only one, it's getting bigger each time, yeah. and you're gaining life. Like it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, next one, Oracle. Uh, I guess that is my turn. All yeah. right, uh, Oracle of Moldaya. Uh, this card is just crazy. It uh, so what it does is it reveals a top card. If it's a land, you can play it, and you can play an extra land each turn. Um, this card just wins me games. Now, this one is probably more incremental than like over the long haul of a game. But if you let this go, like if they're if they're getting like three lands extra off of you, like you're pretty much already done because it allows them to get to their gas quicker. Yeah, like beyond the lands. Oh, speaking of gas, Lowry, <laughs> <laughs> I did have a pretty bad one. <laughs> it was, I'll admit that it was awful. But when we were getting prepped in here, and this room is not that big. Like, <laughs> like, it was so bad that you were gagging going to your... Not gagging, but you were, gagging. like, going to talk to your mic. I've never and gagged like, in my oh. life. And I was like, oh, I don't... So-. Oh, and then it, I could taste it. Like, it made my beer He's taste skunky. No, it was awful. You're like, I think you just were drinking the skunky beer. <laughs> I gotta go poop. <laughs> I did. Yeah. It was great. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah. No, Oracle Moldiah, you need to kill as soon as possible, because uh, they're getting... 
such an advantage with looking at the top, you know, filtering out not only if there's a land there, they're playing that land, and they get to play an additional land, but then they're also going through their deck filtering through it. So much quicker. There's just so much stuff that and, happens. And with the Oracle. other thing is, like, if you're if you're playing it with cards that you would usually play in a green deck, like Sylvan Library or Murray's Guile or, mm-hmm. or Sensei's Divining Top, you said you can it, make sure that you're not drawing the land so that it's on top, and then you and then play you're playing that, the land and off to the, the top. next one. There's a it, lot of things you the do manipulation yeah. yeah this this card can be just gets you so far ahead fast yeah it's it's a very good card it need yeah every time it's out it needs to die as soon as possible yeah uh another one that needs to die as soon as possible is or slaughter on site is avenger of zendikar now when it comes in kind of too late for the old ones but the thing the old ones are just gonna block and it's not it's, it's not, not dangerous yet it's yeah. Once they play their their land, which most likely the way you play this is you play the Avenger of Zendikar. You haven't played your land yet for that turn. Play your land. Now they're, they're one twos. You don't want those to turn into three fours yeah, if, if and they play four fetch, fives. There's pretty much yeah. no, like this, that's all happening super quick. Um, And I'm pretty sure like if it's your main phase, like obviously with uh, Avenger of Zendikar, like playing lands doesn't enter the stack. You just are able to do it. Mm-hmm. You probably have to have priority, but you can hold priority after playing a creature. Mm-hmm. So you could just play Avenger, play your play land, land before anybody even is able to kill it. And so you still, you might be scaring down a one, two army, but it's but, better than staring down a five, six army. Or, yeah. Then. Or like ones that like fetch and yeah. Oracle Moldiah and like very quick that can stuff turn can into a, a disgusting. So you got it. You have to kill that five, five. And I mean, you're, you're looking at it, most likely Avenger of Zendikar. If you're not tapping mono rocks, you're looking at a turn seven kind of type thing. You know, it's two. If and, you don't have, yeah. If you don't have some type of ramp. But yeah. yeah. You also want to at least try and have some type of land in your hand. If not, I mean, just well, a bunch of O1s is not bad. That's what I was getting at is you have seven O1s kind yeah. of most likely at least, uh, unless you have mono rocks, but how you play Avenger or Zendikar is you want to have a lot of lands out. This is a very good card in late game. Yeah, it's such a good card. Because um, then a lot of times when you're playing Avenger or Zendikar, you're playing a deck that is utilizing the tokens of being able to sacrifice them or yeah, make them there, bigger. There are so many ways to make it good. Yeah. And not, not only having the land, like parallel lives, doubling season, yeah. divine visitation, anointed procession, any like doubles changes them. You can find stuff that, you know, overrun or like yeah. makes crater of behemoth. Absolutely deadly. Like, it just does so much. Oh, great. You just got to get rid of it <laughs> or like stifle the effect, which probably you don't really play, but you got to get rid of it. <laughs> got to slaughter it. Uh, all right. Our next one is an awesome card. I love this card. So <laughs> it is much. a good one. Uh, Consecrated Sphinx. Uh, this card will just bury you if you don't slaughter it quick enough, especially in a four player game. If all four players are in play. Yeah. Whenever, uh, an a opponent player? draws a card. Yeah, an opponent. Yeah, sorry. The owner draws two cards. It's so stupid. But it's, it's awesome. Stupid. <laughs> Just, you gotta slaughter that thing. Like, it's... <laughs> I mean, like, I don't even know if you gotta, like... If somebody's drawing more cards than one, like... What if somebody has a Rhystic Study? You're like, I'm not paying the one. Sure, I'll, yeah. go, I'll draw two. Well, that's a cast trigger. But, like, Howling Mine effects. Like, this stuff is just bonkers stupid. Well, and the thing is, is like, even if you let it, if you don't kill it that turn, it comes out. Them getting 
something out and letting it go one turn is already a huge benefit. You know, Drawing I mean, the they're getting cards. two cards right there, and most likely. Th- you know, it's going to take a little bit to kill that off. You know, normally people don't have something ready, but you got to kill it as soon as possible. Because I do tricks like I think this is in my Necrosar deck where it's all right, everybody draw or disc, you know, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. You draw freaking as many as you want because it is a major May. Yes. You don't have to do it. So you don't have to deck yourself. Well. But. <laughs> But th- there's a lot of tricky things that happen. But even if there isn't tricky things happening, that person is getting a huge advantage by the time it's their turn. Two, four, six cards are already being drawn. I don't know if you remember this one, but this is uh, back when our cousin Jake was playing. And you cast Trade Secrets. I believe before it was banned, it was like in the commander set. Because mm-hmm. um, it, you know, it was in the first commander sets that came out. So that's where you had gotten it. And you had Consecrated Sphinx. Oh, we went back and forth. And I had, <laughs> that's why it got banned. But I also had like Zombie and infestation so i was like i'll draw two you want to draw four Mm -hmm. go like it just got ridiculous and um jake was not happy (laughs) and then like i don't remember how that game ended then did you win with the zombies yeah yeah, so like basically you're like oh i'm gonna draw everything and i was like well i'm gonna keep drawing two uh because it was your turn Mm -hmm. and by the end of your turn i discarded like 50 cards got 25 zombies and then just killed everybody I was trying to. I think that was a good game. Yeah, because you won. Of yeah. course, you remember that. Yeah, all the other ones. <laughs> well, you, you just blank the other ones from your memory when you blank, lose. Blank, blank. Uh, all right. Uh, the next one is Blightsteel Colossus. Uh, we kind of mentioned that one earlier. Yeah, this indestructible card. infect trample. It's just pretty damn brutal. So you know, it's, it's honestly, it's not that good. <laughs> Larry loves good. getting killed. Nobody by likes infect. infect. Infect doesn't kill anybody ever. It's Never. I haven't stupid. seen it. I haven't seen it this, this year. This card is dumb. <laughs> it's basically like a one-sided wrath because the person's like, okay, when, you know what? I'll just block and go to like nine poison. <laughs> and then the next turn, you're like, well, I'm going to swing everything. Shit. Okay, I'm going to lose my team. And I'm just going to lose either way. Like, But that's only picking one person out. But it's still, so it's so hard yeah, to You have to remove. exile to get rid of that yeah. thing. Or minus one, minus one counters, which is another. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Or minus you X. need 11 minus one, minus one counters. That, it's doable. The minus X toxic deluge. 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 Yeah. When, deluge. When you become French? <laughs> CC. <laughs> uh-huh. Did you just watch Super Troopers 2 or something? <laughs> That's an awful accent. <laughs> Sorry. No, Pepe, Pepe Le Pew. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> that rapist. <laughs> Jesus. He is. Have you watched that cartoon? Remember that cartoon? It was always Andy Nord is chasing, right? It's a cat, which is also the P word. talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. i get it All yeah right. you see jesus yeah so pepper the pew is chasing the p word <clears throat> anyways i should have bleeped it out so it made it sound like i was being you really can still dirty do it. you can still do it you have the technology uh yeah Bl- blight steel is just pretty ridiculous that's an awesome card uh i play it less and less i don't even think it's in a single deck that i have anymore yeah i don't have it in any of my decks it was an animar because you know it could go for (laughs) free so why not so it'll fit in theme now when i play it but it could definitely go in any deck if you wanted to have it i mean that's a late game potential kill one person kill the next person you know yeah it'll just start and in the game yeah if you if you need that well i don't need to give tips on getting cards in there but i was gonna say if you need like 
when I build a deck, I always try to have answers for everything. So I'm like, sure. okay, if somebody has an infinite life, how do we get rid of an infinite life? So that's why Infect kind of makes its way into a lot of my decks because I'm like, that's my only way unless I do commander damage. That's the other way. So if my commander can do it, then I can do it that way. Don't give me those eyes. You go to the I next card. Rolling All right, go to our last card, number 15. Number 15, Seedborn Muse. Uh, this card is generally just going to get that person so much advantage um, that, you know, I, I like putting this card in like a control deck. Like if you're able to have answers or counter spells, cause it just opens your mana up. Uh, you could put it in like, uh, I have it in my Cumana deck. That's my Merfolk deck that taps a bunch of stuff. It just mm-hmm. gives me so much advantage there. Um, gives you pseudo vigilance. It just really puts that player so far ahead that you just kind of got to get rid of it i like to put it in um my decks that i can only play sorceries and creatures that don't have abilities that's like a terrible way to do it (laughs) just only on my turn i just like to have seedborn muse in there (laughs) (laughs) although as well although your creatures are untapped which that helps that is nice. Yeah. Yeah. So th- those decks are good. You can block all day. <laughs> no, this, yeah. It's no, it's, it's, a, I, it's I an amazing card. card. Yeah. And there's, there's a reason why Prophet of Crufix was banned. This, and this is half that card. Yeah, it's half, and it's still amazing, and it's, it's still a fucking, yeah. what, $25 card at least? Sure. Yeah, because it was being, re- it was replacing Prophet of Crufix. Yeah. Like, I, well, no, no, no. It's, it dropped. They did the reprint in Battle Bond. Yeah, that's right. So it's like, 10-ish? Is it? 8-ish? Now I want to check because I thought it was creeping up. I think the foils are around 20 at this point. Oh, maybe that's what it was. So let's pick up Battle Bond. Yeah, you're right. Oh, it did have a little spike, but yeah, it was <laughs> the foils. I'm never wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 20 bucks. Boom. Nailed it both times. That's what she said. <laughs> Weird. Uh, cool. All right, so I think that's the end. Of, that's our top fifteen. Uh, we have a list of. We'll, we'll go through non-creatures. Well, oh, we're yeah, going to yeah. go through a lot of these, but uh, eventually we're going to get to creatures that are. You're not going to be able to do anything about yeah. it. <laughs> Slaughter like, on sight is already passed. You yeah. should have killed it. You should have countered it. You, yeah, that's like the only way to do counters. it. Or like discarded <laughs> or something. Like that's that's going to be the tough part. Is saying that already too late. It's basically you should have counterspelled, counterspelled this. it, which we don't play with counterspells, so it's just it's already too late. Yeah. <laughs> and I, we're not calling it like must counter because Adam will just get twitchy <laughs> yeah, over yeah, here, yeah. and I'll just be like, okay. Because was wasn't that one of the ideas? And I was just like, well, that kind of goes against everything that we talk about it's, with the counterspell it, it, stuff. So it is not what I believe in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so you just got to repackage it. We moving into the next segment. I'm losing yeah. our segment spot. Is it you talking about the? Oh, it doesn't matter. You want me to talk about? Is that our next one? Where Skyping. We're gonna do that after. We can talk about Skype. So oh. uh, this last oh, weekend. We okay, yeah. Why don't you do matter. that? Go ahead. Uh, had a buddy that moved, like roommate from college, uh, Matt Heinzman. Yeah, you heard one of from. our donations. Yeah, Woo! really appreciated. Uh, and it's probably the Thanks, best way Matt. for him to miss you, buddy. He he gets to he gets to see me weekly at this point, and I you know don't get to see him nearly as much. How does he see you? Well, I mean, visually, he gets to <laughs> listen to me. He uh, listens to the podcast with your picture right next to it, <laughs> <laughs> just going through my Facebook feed. <laughs> oh, Lowry. which doesn't do anything. Uh, so. I don't know. It does something to me. <laughs> don't worry, we're cousins. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> 
Uh, so, but what we ended up doing was uh, playing a game. It was me, him, and his wife, uh, and we we played through Skype, which was really cool. And I don't know if people have better setups. He had a pretty cool one where he it was like he had an old tripod, and then he uh, you can buy like um, a micro or uh, the camera for like I think I got it for under twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. um, and then. My janky setup was like I set a shoebox like and wedged it in between the top of my laptop and the wall, and then I put another supportive box underneath, and then I clipped my camera like in between the box and the top, mm-hmm. and then just like had to angle it properly down to the uh, the game state. Nice on my side because you weren't using like because my laptop has the camera there. That's what yeah, I was trying no, to figure. No, you can't even do yeah, that because if you it, angle it angled, to see it, you can't, you can't see, see what, see what they're, they're doing. doing. Yeah. So you need a, a separate camera to be able to mm. like angle it differently. Uh, but yeah, and so I was just like, oh man, this can't you just like tell me and I'll remember because I'm autistic in some yeah, way it's gonna say you're rain man <laughs> rain man with yeah, magic just a very slight you know what don't tell me what the card is just read its flavor text and i know exactly what it is then i can i'm not I can that go. good anymore <laughs> not that good anymore. so how did how did it go like it was it how did it, it all really work well, I think. like you could see both their boards like everybody like visually um so audi- it, audio you, everything like that having a little bit of glare um just because yeah uh, of lights that's how that works and <laughs> what? Yeah, that's that's something that we're working on when we're recording our stuff too but um and so yeah you got a little bit of glare and it's just like uh it it actually really helps you break stuff down because you're like what did you have again like you're, you're more vocal you're actually okay. talking with them more it's mm-hmm. not all in your head um it's like because i can't really like i can't even thumb through their graveyard or like how many cards do you have in your hand because most of that's off mm-hmm. it's like you'd be like okay what, what can you do here and so you're actually more vocal and you're able to talk about it a bit so it more. actually was a uh, good practice for doing our yeah. our battle our deck battle stuff that we're gonna do that what we do? have no what name we? for yeah <laughs> yeah oh no recording games Aussie Nate, Aussie Nate had uh, some good ones, actually. I have a couple of them lined up from him, actually. I was a like, oh, that's them? good. Yeah. He gave, like, freaking ten of them. I was like, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so so it was good practice that way because, you're like you said, you're more vocal about it. And that's kind of what we were talking about with our videos. Yeah, we're like, trying to Kind of the behind-the-scenes thing is it. that's what we want to do is announce things when we're, we're playing stuff to be able to watch the video better and understand what cards there are. So, Not as much dead noise and but this this makes it so like it's a little bit you know it's tougher to see tougher to know and you're still wanting to bs with your buddy and so like you're you're gonna miss stuff and you can't just like it's not perfect so was there any politics going on where they're like whispering and you're like what the fuck are you guys talking about (laughs) (laughs) hey hey why all of a sudden are you both just killing my shit They uh, they couldn't stop me. <laughs> oh, no, that's not true. Uh, I I won two, lost two. That we got four games in. It was it was a lot of fun though, and it was good to catch up with people. So I don't know if other people out there have like a better setup because I I probably wouldn't even known about playing through the computer and internet. Um, but I, I have some friends that play like D and D through oh, Skype because yeah, yeah. like when uh, and so like I have some friends that are artists and they have friends all over. Uh, the nation and so you they have just friends yeah uh, i think you don't like no, people yeah i don't <laughs> this is true <laughs> i know people that like me and <laughs> oh and you don't like them hopefully they're not listening <laughs> just kidding they don't like me love you <laughs> 
So, but, but yeah, overall, I, it I worked pretty well, though. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna probably not buy a, a tripod. Not buy one? Yeah, because I'm cheap. What? But I'm sure that's probably the best way to do it is get some type of tripod. See, get up higher. I was thinking that we could also do this because that's one thing. Well, we see we each other that, every yeah. week, so yeah. <laughs> eventually, what our our plan would be is to. I miss you on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you used to play oh, almost every Wednesday oh, with uh, your old tenant, Nick. Yeah. Uh, and Nick his, coming over. Yeah. yeah. That was a good time. Uh, it was It was like every other Wednesday, but yeah. And so that, but it seems like kind of a fun way to do it if you got to set up. And again, the camera's super cheap. So I I'd like to, be, if anybody else does this. If you have this, a different way, is, yeah. is Skype Please the best let way us to know, do it? Or, this would be interesting to do because I would like, I don't, I don't want to play. New, new tier on Patreon. Donate a hundred dollars and we will play via Skype with you. <laughs> play, yeah, that, that's down the road. That'd be good. We're too cheap to uh, fly you in like command zone and have you actually <laughs> win a gun. So pay, pay us a hundred dollars so that you can Skype with us. That's uh, the can- Commander that's Smith way to do it. <laughs> then we can record it. It's slotted really bad. <laughs> No, that's the thing we try to do well, is we don't want it to look really shitty. No, no. We'll just do it really shitty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so anything else on that? So no. which decks won? All right, what decks um, did you win with? So I played I played my Aura deck, which we will spotlight next week with Kestia. So I did which that. Which is really tonight, but next week. <laughs> uh, and then I played Nikia and one with Nikia, and then I played two more with Dude, Kestia. Nikia, you're like I think you're one loss with Nikia. I think that's it. And I should have won that game. Sure. Should have. But yeah, did. no, the, 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 <laughs> I don't remember. What was that game? Was that my win? No, it was Jeremy's. Was it Jeremy? I lost that game. Yeah. Way to go, Jeremy. He, uh, sudden sickening. When I oh, all my right. guys O2 and then it wrath. The Nikia is pretty brutal. You have a pretty good winning percentage of that it's, bad boy. It's really powerful. So like why do you that. say you should have won that game? Should have. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Nice. So yeah, it. But yeah, and then Kestia seems really powerful too. Like I've really liked it. That's the bestow commander, mm-hmm. and so that. I was just kind of working on it, and uh, I like it. Sweet. I like all my decks, all my babes. So you're not destroying decks as as often? Have you no, destroyed I'm any not. of our commander? De- well, you destroyed... Yeah, I got rid of Estrid, and that's why I'm making... Uh, you also got rid of Niv. No, I still have Niv. I just... Oh, you do? You just yeah, changed it? I just don't play it. Okay. I changed it, and then I don't play it because you have it, and that'd be lame. Gotcha. All right, let's move into our last segment. Just well, the tips. Not net last segment we're going to be doing smith specs don't even count they just just, this is a bonus skips it anyway yeah we just want you guys to make some money yeah uh we've had some there's some crazy shit going on with that anyways uh let's do just so just the tips tips. uh gameplay so that's that's the main point of this there's a couple aspects to it part of it is speed of play that we're going to talk about but then also just make things more efficient yeah uh and i what? Go ahead. Go. No, no you go. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> have you seen the SNL skit where it's uh, Kristen Wiig and 
Fred Armisen where, where they absolutely not. <laughs> where they're trying to one of them is trying to repeat the other one and so this is like oh actually no I yeah. haven't seen this one that's <laughs> so pretty they, funny. like sing songs and like it's really bad they do that on it's awesome that's real life like <laughs> they're not no it's not practice one, one yeah. person singing the singing other person's like, trying uh, to cheat yeah. uh, no that shit's funny yeah. um okay uh, so first off I would say right away like the the best way that you can control how gameplay goes is know your deck yeah. If you know your deck, you know the game plan, and you know like decision trees uh, on what you need to be doing and stuff like that. Like you if know you have what a tutor or something like that, you need to go search for something. You need to know what you know what go you need get. to go for. Yeah. Like because they're you know uh, think about the instances where somebody's borrowing a deck. And they're like, hey, I'm playing uh, Goblin Recruiter. That's that happened on what like the uh, gameplay that I was playing with. Oh, okay. That. And. His wife was just like, "What do I go get?" And I was, I was like, "I don't know your deck." And Matt's like, "I don't know. Let's just thumb through it." And so like, it took a while. Took a little bit, yeah. And that's a bigger card to worry about. But I was like, "Remember, you know, we've already killed Krenko eight times. It's going to cost twelve to come out. Yeah. Like, if don't pile all these cards in. There. So you got to like a bunch of decisions. So if you don't know your deck, it's hard to know what to go and mm-hmm. get. So yeah, and that that tutor part could take." five ten minutes for somebody to figure it out and that, that's the thing it also is if you're borrowing a deck it's a little tough thumb through it really quick to kind of figure it out and yeah. also ask the owner kind of maybe some, what's my game plan what exactly. should i be doing what do i need to worry about what's the the game winners you know yeah. what what do we what does this deck do so kind of get the idea so that's tip number one yeah just know your deck yeah uh some tips for hit a lot of times this happens but like if Howling Mines out or um, sure. Necrosar is out where you're drawing two cards people it, it, will forget to draw that second yeah. card and if it's not yours that's even harder because you're it, it's not in your deck so it's not something that you're thinking about yeah. like with a Howling Mine uh, and so, so one thing that we do is turn your card sideways. We so, turn to the top two cards sideways so that we know we're drawing those two cards. Yeah. So that just helps you. Like, oh, fuck, it's not normal. Oh, yeah, I'm drawing these two cards. Drawing those two cards. Now, most of the time, if it's a Nekasar deck that you're playing against, they're going to tell you, the, did you draw your two cards because you need to take fucking damage? Yeah. Did so, you take your damage? Did but you, a Howling Mine, everybody's drawing an extra card. You know, there's multiple. And you might not be thinking about it. Yeah. But that, that also works for, like, cards that you have. And you don't you just don't want to forget your triggers either, yeah. like Phyrexian Arena or Blood Gift Demon. Yeah. Stuff like that. You want to be able to draw your cards on time so that people aren't like, ah, motherfucker, don't yeah. miss your own triggers. Well, and that, that it's not bad because we don't really, like, make a big fuss about it. But it kind of sucks sometimes when somebody's like, Oh shit! My turn. It's already I forgot gone to two, draw a card. Is forgot it okay to draw a card. Draw a it's card. two turns it's like, later. Yeah, you it's can't like, do anything yeah, about it. But just go ahead take and draw your card. card. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the only when we do that, it's always we look at it and go, "Is it a you may or a you must?" Yeah, yeah. If it's a you may, then they just skip on drawing that card. You completely. missed it. So another thing along the same lines, but there's a little more discussion with this one, is your graveyard. If you have things that can flash back, or there's a way to get them back from your graveyard, mm-hmm. flashback mm-hmm. is a good. Aftermath, yeah, uh, from Amonkhet. Like now, those cards. If you look at how they were made, they're made to be like almost sideways, so you can see them with, on the side, yeah, like in your graveyard. Aftermath. So that's the same trick is turn it sideways. But the downfall of that is now if you have something that has flashback, you're kind of announcing to everybody on the table, hey. I can flash this back. That's yeah. sometimes a trick move that you can do with flashback is when people don't realize what's in your and graveyard. At the same time, though, I would say that you should probably 
kind of announce it because I I would rather have somebody know that I have yeah. like moments peace in my graveyard and be like I can fog if you attack me. Yeah. Rather like and that that can be a play too like if you attack me I'm going to fog. Yeah. Or, but like, I'd rather not have them going through graveyards and going, can you do anything? Yeah. Like that, just, that, that, that takes, takes more time. Yeah. So it depends. Be honest again. with it and let people know what's in there. Yeah. And that's kind of the reason why we say turn it sideways. Cause then everybody knows, Hey, Oh, what do you got there? Okay. I can, he can play that card or whatever, but mm-hmm. I've done that so many times where, you know, I don't do it much anymore because we turn it sideways, but you just forget it's forget. There. And I'm like, fuck, I had an answer. I had flashback or whatever in the graveyard and I could have done something mm-hmm. and just completely forgot about it. And so, and that's something that you just, it, I like recursion. So generally I am. What? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but, but being able to remember that you have that there is super helpful. Mm-hmm. I think it's more beneficial to turn it sideways than worry about your opponents knowing that you have something, which, cause it's known information anyway. Yeah. Like, I just don't want them digging through my graveyard. Like I, I know you have something, but I don't remember what it yeah. is. Like, just let them know. Like I can do this. shit. And it's commander. You're with your buddies, unless you're playing with douches and you really don't like playing with them. And you just want to win, and you're trying to hide it. Sure. You, you want the games to be fun, so you don't want to try to yeah. dupe. I mean, you want to dupe them by killing them, but not like you know. Yeah. Just. It, it makes the game go faster. Like you're saying, digging through the graveyard is going to take a lot longer for each turn if they have to go through everybody's graveyard. Oh, do you have an answer? Okay, let me make sure. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Just just let them know. It's just... Communication is key. Uh, do you have another... Uh, yeah. Right off of that, going with kind of like the Howling Mind is make sure if it's your trigger and it's affecting the board, mm, yes. remind people. It's kind of your job. They don't know your deck. They're not used to your cards because that's not really on their game plan. Do you want to pay one? Yeah, do you want Ristic Study? Do you want to pay one? Remind them. Or, you know, the new one, Smothering Tide. Do you want to pay two? Or Grand Arbiter. Or, do you want to pay? Like, again, you have to mind. pay. Yeah, you got to pay. You can't decide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you it's not pay. a you, do you? It, so just remind people of triggers definitely that you have going on. You Especially when it's Grand Arbiter type things where yeah. it's, it's going to affect. It's not a do you want to. It's it affects how much you can actually cast. You know, we've yeah. had that happen too, where the person completely forgot and cast like four spells. Like, it's did like, you pay one? You can only do two of those spells yeah. because, you know, it's like, Oh my fucking God, I so, don't have Vorin yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to Forget show that. that. <laughs> Didn't you do that? Yeah, that's absolutely what I did. <laughs> that's, it was the exact probably was being really good about reminding me. He's like, you could do that. And then he's like, did you pay for one, one for that? I'm like, shit, no. <laughs> Uh, I was like, I do, yeah, and I was just like, I don't have Vorinclax coming next turn. What sucked about that is you still got him out the next turn, and then, nobody and then we didn't about, get to kill it, and it was a good nobody game. killed. Yeah, it was a good was game. Fucking shitty. <laughs> uh, so just yeah, reminding people, or even like if somebody's doing math on the board and you have like a propaganda or a ghostly prison, just be like, I have this. You got to pay two to attack me for each creature. Like, yeah, remind them because they might be like adding everything up, send stuff to you, and then you're like, I got ghostly prison. So they have to redo like, it all. Oh, and they're like, okay, hang on, I'm yeah. gonna do this to this so person just, instead. So just just remind them, I got this. You you got to do something about this. Now I, I would put a side note to that. Don't remind them when they're also playing true. their main phase and playing spells and playing creatures and all that. To be like, oh, remember, if you're going to attack me, you're going to have to leave tap open two. two, four. No, yeah. that's the point of it. Yeah. You you let them make that mistake because that, that's you don't need but to tell them. But once they move into the, combat and you can tell they're fiddling yeah. with their creatures, then, then you, you remind, remind them, them and be like, hey, I'm off the board. You tapped out. Yeah, because that's a fun thing to do. When yeah. you're, you're sitting there with your freaking ghostly prisoner propaganda and you're like, 
Oh shit! They only have three land. Oh <laughs> man, they only have one. Fuck! I am safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's... So yeah, that's that's something you don't gotta be super nice about it, but just remind them politely. Yeah. <laughs> like you tapped out, you can't attack me. Nah, just point at them and go, "Ha ha, fucker! You can't get me." <laughs> that's quite rude. <laughs> All right. Uh, another thing to do, especially early game stuff, when you play your fetch lands and your anything that you're fetching stuff for. Uh, play it and if you're going to play something like let's let's just make it basic you have a fetch land turn one and you have a land of war elves in your hand go all right i'm going to search for this land and i'm going to play land of war elves go ahead don't wait you know don't yeah, wait just, for me to search through my deck for my savannah or something like that or i guess or, what would Shockland or something or a forest well, you, or something like that. chomping grounds or just a forest or don't wait for the land just be like announce I'm going to get a green source and I'm going to play land of war elves because go, you know, having them to wait, you know, until you get it out. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to, but it's not going to change anything. You're making the game move faster. And the thing is, I know I say, I like the long games, but the tedious stuff needs to be cut out, you know? And so if you can become, make the game more efficient on just going like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Go. Yeah. Let me, let me just go and do that. That's right up the alley. I would say. Uh, and then also searching for tutor stuff. Yeah. Now, normally, like, correct play is you pretty much want to be doing instant speed at the end of the turn right before you. So right when they're saying go to you, you're like, all right, blah, blah, blah. And most of the time you are going to do that. But for tutor stuff, you can... you Because you're looking through a 100-card deck. You want to make sure, like... You're you're being time efficient because mm-hmm. that's a that's a huge thing. Just be time efficient, um, and so one one thing that I do, like if I have a mystical tutor or something, I get to go search for any instant or sorcery and put it on top of my library. You gotta reveal it. Now what I do is like at the end of like at the end of my turn, I'm gonna pay a blue, but this I'm not technically doing that until the end of this guy's turn. So if you make me shuffle or anything. This just goes. Then you're not revealing it early either. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of go and be like, okay, I got this card right before. And that makes things so much quicker. So one thing I will kind of say against that a little bit, it depends on the game state. Like if this is early in the game, yeah, do it that way. If it's late in the game and some the other players know you're doing that, they know you're searching for answers for them. And so things could be a lot different. Also, things could happen by the time that turn comes around to that next, that last person where you're like, whoa, that card I tutored for is no longer applies. We need to get a different one and you can't go back. That's a really good point. So I would say more of the tutor stuff, if it's going on top of your library uh, or in your hand or whatever, if if you can't play it that turn. You, if it's later game, maybe you might want to wait, wait and see what the situation because is doing. It, the game is going to go crazy at that point. There's big swings left and right when you're late game, mid late game. I'd say yeah. mid late to late game is when you do it that way. But if it's you know turn three or four, you're probably fine just tutoring it you. up. And yeah, and it. I can I can totally see that. It's just slowing down the game though. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, that that makes it. Total sense about based on the game. But source. along the same lines, that, that's one of the, the big mistakes. Not big mistakes, but mistakes that newer players do. And like we play with our play group. Or just or, do it on your turn. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no. One or thing I was going to say it. is um, do right before your turn. A lot of yeah. play, players that we uh, where we teach, not teach, but like. We have class. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to uh, I'm join the in our class for 
Uh, Commander Smith Academy. <laughs> oh boy, we need a lot more patrons. Yeah. <laughs> build it brick by brick. But one thing we, we kind of when we're playing with people that have only, and even if you've been playing for a couple of years, it, you still it's there's a lot to fucking magic. So it's not fucking magic. That sounds really weird. There's a lot to magic. I'd be impressed if you can fuck magic. <laughs> it's generally pretty elusive. <laughs> well, you just got to cut a hole. Doesn't need to be that big. <laughs> Uh, where am I now? I don't know. <laughs> you fucking oh, magic. Okay. So the thing is, is a lot of times with the newer players is they feel like they have to do everything on their turn. So like if they have an instant or if their creature does an ability, they want to do it on their turn and then pass the turn, you know, say go. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, wait until it's about right to be your, your turn, turn, then do your thing. If it, it especially and now we're getting back to the, going unless efficient. you got to slaughter something yeah. like, that, but that's the key thing. If you do it on your turn, you're going to miss slaughtering something. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that if you want or have to use this, like let's say you have a path to exile, and then the next turn you know you're going to tap out. Mm-hmm. Just use it if you so choose. Like you can you can hold on to it too, but like if you're going to tap out and play an Iona, like that's something that you probably want to do and not wait for another like mana to show up. Yeah. But path pathing on their turn only help on your turn only helps them sure yeah you, yeah. you def- well, i'm just saying yeah yeah okay i yeah. got you yep yep waiting yeah so it's just doing the you know being efficient like the thing is people do like if it's tap creature abilities they'll do it on their yeah. turn and it's like well now you don't have a blocker whereas keep that guy up where it looks like it's a threat that you could block and then use his tap ability yeah. right Sonic, before your Sonic, turn like elvish piper like don't do it on your turn wait like you're wait already waiting a turn to be able to do the ability wait until it's just about your turn again because you can avoid a wrath that would get rid of that big creature so you got it for later anyway or if somebody attacks you you can basically surprise attack and kill it it's like a kill spell in a way yeah Yeah. and so you there are a lot of tricks that you can do with something like just elvish piper um and if players are smart they're looking at your elvish piper and knowing he could do something scary. fucking tricky yeah. so i'm not going to attack that guy yeah. so that's that's something but if you tap it and put something out big or maybe not even big like it's unimpressive they can just be like okay the mystery is gone yeah i can i can get through that or even you put out something big then it's like kill him kill yeah. him before also your true. turn even comes around and it's just you're you're screwing yourself in a way mm-hmm. uh another little trick with that is uh if if you don't have a hand or you just have one card in your hand and it's only a land keep that fucker in your hand you can't if you draw another land next turn then play a land and just keep that one land in your hand it makes it at least players think that you might have something um that's one i think that's a good tip but then i would also say like that can really drag out like somebody's decision tree yeah. on what they're going to do. Like definitely because this end game, you kind of want to sit down and win anyway. But like generally for me personally, like I just get rid of the land. And so people when don't just, have to make, people yeah. just don't have to make the decisions like, Oh, what's Lowry going to do? Like he, he has 10 mana open one card in his hand. Does he have cyclonic? No, I got a fucking land. I'm not worried. That's about true. It. I could see that too, because there is a lot of times where if I see somebody has a card and land open, I'm like, all right, what do I do? Do I kill this person? What do I, you sit there for like five, ten the, minutes trying to threat, figure out. So yeah. that could actually open it up for you. So, uh, but like, if, you're, if you're wanting to I, win, if you feel like there's a win on potentially you could get it, um, I keep a land in your hand. I do it on arena. Yeah, you you do it a lot more than I do. Yeah. So I don't. Uh, Calling me a douche? No. <laughs> 
calling you a winner. <laughs> Same thing. Sorry. Uh, one one quick thing. I would say have tokens out and ready. Mm, yes. Don't go digging for them if you're creating tokens. I, I put mine in just penny sleeves and I have them with the deck. That's what all I the do time. too. I, so I go through my entire deck to see any possible token that my mm-hmm, deck can make. Mm-hmm. Any even if it's one card, you know. It's not like I need four cards that make treasure. Okay, now I'm going to get treasure tokens. No, it's if I have one card that makes treasure tokens, I at least have one or two of those in there. Yeah. Uh, And kind of a nice little tip that I was doing was if I have ones that make multiple, like let's say spirits, I'll do only two spirit tokens because I can make one that's haste and one that's not haste, you know? So, and I can use a dice for the, on top of which ones have haste and, you know, tapped oh, what, and untapped. What ones can attack? Tack and, and sorry, that's what I mean, yeah. not haste. Yep. Tapped and untapped ones. And for me, generally I go with three. Yeah, I typically um, go more because I like to yeah. have options and, Well, with for it, my but... reasons is it, it represents like what you can't attack with. And then generally, if you want to be able to attack two players, then you have representation mm. there. So generally what I do, but then like at the end of the turn, like it allows you to have a couple untapped, tapped and all that stuff. And then you can combine later uh, for whatever is efficient show if, as well. If you need tokens, talk to me because I have so <laughs> many f-ing tokens. Everybody has so many fun. <laughs> it's almost like basically well, a, a lot of people probably throw them away, but I like every token. I'm like, oh, I got to keep it. I got to keep it. I have like uh, three of those rows of a five box thing full of f-ing tokens. That's a lot of tokens. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Don't. Oh. Get distracted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't be on your phone. Yeah. Don't chit-chat with somebody out of the game. Because that... Chit-chatting inside the game, I think it's, it's totally fun. fine. But, like, if you're not paying attention and then it comes to your turn, you're like, okay, what's going on here? Uh, I have to relearn yeah. what just happened this Don't whole... Don't do that. Ugh, it gets frustrating. Don't do that. <laughs> pay, just pay attention. And you can still be talking and, uh, again, all that stuff. But, like, if you're on your phone, like, obviously, if... Your mom calls, you got to pick up. But like if your dad calls, you don't have to. Or in our case, uh, over the last couple of years, when your kid's crying upstairs and you got to come up and check on that. There there are some things, but like, just don't be distracted. No, at least pay attention halfway to the game state of what's going on so that you don't have to be like, well, Lowry played this, then Adam played that. And then um, they got this in their graveyard. Like, yeah, you shouldn't have to be told what's going on. Now, if you need understanding of what's going on that's a little bit different like how does this card work yeah that's that's, that's totally way fine. different uh when when i'm playing typically each person's turn i'm looking at my hand and i'm like okay when it comes around my turn if nothing dramatically changes this is the plays i'm gonna yeah. do uh a lot of times though what happens is that person right before me does something and i'm like fuck <laughs> and so i had a good plan yeah. so then you completely change it or somebody board wipes or whatever yeah. it's somebody just, wheels right yeah. before your turn you're <laughs> like, like oh, all right but that that's what i typically do is i'm always everybody's turn i'm like okay this is still the same i'm still gonna do this and a lot of times your draw changes that too but yeah. at least have an idea of like okay this is what i want to do on this turn if it comes around and the board state hasn't changed that much yeah. it'll help speed up everything and i mean i don't mind the three hour games but a lot of people do get kind of pissed when they're really long games. Yeah, and like it, the concentration, you know, like there's fatigue that sets in, yeah. and like what's going on. And like, if it's and, if it's just slow play, that gets kind of annoying. Yeah. And I can and I can tell my like for distractions, my biggest weakness is TV. Yeah, so, so Lowry, like, yeah. I have if the TV is going to be on, I need my back to it. Yeah, and otherwise, like if it doesn't have to be on, it's just like 
Lowry Please just stares. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll I'll just do the like the you know the vacant stare of what's going on and then it's like hey TV. come back come back to us Lowry and I'm like what what's going on and then I just then I just fuck up generally but yeah TV's the worst for me I can't have it on or I have my back to it and so you just need to be able to know how to deal with those distractions if you if you know you have those yeah uh and then I don't do you have more I have one more on mine uh my last one is just know what's on the board uh kind of if you don't know what it does ask feel don't hesitate to ask questions on what their cards do but just get an idea of what's on the board and if ask other people if they're like is that something that needs to die is this something that could is threatening us uh feel free i mean i guess with our play group it isn't a big deal to ask and figure out what's going on sure uh but that's also uh, another reason why with proxies i used to go with the coolest art yeah i try to find different art than what the proxies were well but then people didn't know what was on the board and it was like, a lot oh, harder for me to tell what that's just a blah 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 well why do you have this crazy art so now i if i can nine nine times out of ten i would try to find the actual art now art, yeah. lifeline was one of the new ones that i the new proxies that i made there is no good art for that so i had to find one that i thought represented it but yeah anyways i'm kind of going off track there but know what the cards are on the board and, and playing into that i would say when you are casting or doing your thing announce the card at the very least of what you're casting yeah just be like i am casting heroic intervention or what does that do well hexproof indestructible butcher the name like i would do because <laughs> that's no, what i'll <laughs> butcher of malik here uh so like i would just say at the very least do that and then if somebody goes what is that then read the card yeah but sometimes, you know, you can just be like, cast Soul Ring. Everybody knows what Soul Ring is. And if it's a common card that's played, you can just kind of, you know what's kind of going on there. Um, so just naming the card is going to be really... Because if I'm across a table and I hear you say a card, generally I'm going to know what it is. And yeah. so I'm glad that I heard Rain it. Man but if, you, if you're just kind of playing and then you're like, okay, I'm done. I was like, well... Hold on. What do you got going on here? Yeah. That, that slows the game down. So announcing at the very least should speed things up. And one thing that we've been working on a little bit more too, and this is kind of just going off the top of my head either here is like announce what you're, when you're moving into phases, a lot of times people go way too quick into stuff and then yeah, you have to Okay. I'm casting this, this stuff and then I'm going to attack yeah. here. It's like people need to be able to react. Yeah. And the other thing is don't, don't multicast where you're like, all right, I tap 10 mana, and I'm casting these four things. You yeah, know, yeah. Go one at a time, because you got to see if somebody's going to do something or react to that. But there is a lot of times, especially newer players, this, that'll just this, go, this. I'm casting these three things. And it's like, well, hold up. Which one are you casting first? You know, because it does yeah. matter how things are coming into play. So uh go by the steps and then also announce when you're going into different phases if you yeah. and and you think that this stuff actually like skipping all that and just casting three speeds up the game and generally in such a big game when so many people can interact it does slow it down because then you have to backtrack and yeah. then try to figure out okay wait what's what going you, on yeah. <laughs> what are you doing just if you do it and just i'm going to put this equipment and then i'm going to equip it and then i'm going to be able to put an aura on it like if you're like i'm going to equip and put this aura on it like that's too quick yeah and then people are like well no 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 
I'm going to kill it before Hexproof happens. Yeah. Uh, I play Oracle Maldai and then I put on Swiftwood Boots. Oh, you can't do anything. I did it already. I said the it. The faster you talk does not mean the gameplay goes faster. Oracle Maldai, Swiftwood Boots, go. <laughs> I'm not going to play with you anymore. <laughs> it's like an auctioneer. What the fuck did he just do? He just won the game somehow. I don't even know. He bought it at an auction. I died from infect. <laughs> I got milled, and yeah. All right. Uh, uh, do you I, have any others? I have uh, one. One little thing that I kind of do is I, I try not to go. You know, slaughter that. Like I don't. You know, slaughter on sight. I try and not do that, but I do try and react a little bit and go like, "Holy oh, shit!" <laughs> <laughs> Go to go to Adam. That's really scary. You should do something <laughs> about that. Try and have other people use their resources rather yeah. than you. That's well, but a lot of times when you do that, people are like, "Wait, what? Why? Well, What's going on? Why is, why is that good?" And you're like, "Well, you know, watching a show and not paying attention. Yeah, that gets their that, attention. That gets people attention when you're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was video of that. That was I'm, pretty good. I'm glad there isn't. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to Smith Specs of the Week. Smith Specs of the Week, guys! Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Hey, guys! All right, so my first Smith Spec of the Week is Haven of the Spirit Dragon. Uh, do not go for the foils right now, those have already spiked. That's kind of the part of the reason why I'm going for these. Um, if you don't know, Ugin's going to be yeah. in War of the Spark. So, Haven of the Spirit Dragon, it deals with dragons and Ugin. We've only had one Ugin printing, one Ugin card up to this point. Now we're going to have at least two. Uh, so we have a, this card that actually deals with that. They're sitting around a dollar right now. We have two printings. But yeah, it's a solid card. both of them are. That's actually what I was going to say. Is both going for the commander and from, is it Dragon? Con, cons block. Cons block. Going for that Dragon. one. Uh, there is a high inventory, so this one isn't like necessarily. Dragons. Yeah, it's Dragons. Yep. Yeah. I had Commander only had about 50, 50 vendors that had it, and then Dragons had about 103, so it still had quite a few, but it's starting to rise a little bit. And for a dollar, that's pretty damn cheap. And once they actually start doing the spoilers, if it's a fucking good Ugin card, and I've heard rumors that there more. might be some other dragons that are in this as well, this could actually work well with it. Uh, Fast Finance mentioned it when he was talking about it. I don't know. He has these connections. He gets it. He does. <laughs> he does. He knew Ugin was coming before, and he said that he thinks that there's other dragons. Well, you got Nicol Bolas. Yeah. But it, is it going to be a flip thing? I don't know. We don't, I don't know what the whole thing is. I don't know. We don't that. know. But for a dollar, I picked up like 20 of them, I think, for okay. a buck a piece. Uh, so it's not a bad pickup, but there is a higher inventory. So you actually have time to get this one. But like I said, it's already been kind of wiggling. When that line starts to go up and down, it means that people are buying it, you know, inventory. And then people are putting the inventory back on. And it keeps going up and down. At some point, people putting those more on is we'll gone. Send them up. Yeah. So, uh Easy spec to jump on. Haven of the Spirit Dragon. What is that supposed to be? Ba, 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 ba. Uh, you know, spirit. I have We've spirit, spirit so you. Yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, you no, just go to your next one. No, that was fun. Okay, uh, so you are kind of focusing a little bit on this one of War of the Spark, which is Planeswalker heavy mm -hmm. set. Uh, and I'm kind of thinking about Modern Horizons and kind of wondering... What cards would I try and predict that I think? Thinking would, of modern like, cards in a commander podcast. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. 
And you're so, going with a card that just is the epitome of what, what I like. hate. <laughs> Literal counterspell. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's just instant blue-blue counter any spell. Um, wah, I think I would wah. say that this, you know, it's not a legacy staple. It's it's used slightly there, mm. but this card would be quite good, but not broken and modern, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see them printing this. The foil copies from like Masters 25 or Eternal Masters are right around $3. I think those are really good buys. I think it'd be a very heavily used card. Uh, and then the other foil versions of them are all over 15 And so you have a pretty high ceiling for demand if it is being used in modern because it turns into the best counter spell there so it turns it makes uh it makes a deck out of itself pretty much so the interesting thing with the and we kind of talked about this before the podcast but it's it's interesting to see what's going to happen with the the stuff they bring into modern because it's like normally when you get a reprint cards go way down because you got it reprinted and counterspell has been printed a whole bunch but if you're getting something that's never been in that format before just opens up a ton of people are so now you have a ton of people wanting it and then you have people going for it like the foils here i mean yeah i could definitely see the foils jumping up yeah i think regulars i wouldn't really touch that i mean there's so many of them uh yeah, they're, they're all sitting around about a buck yeah um and i can see that doubling so if you want to go from like a buck or two and then pay for it, shipping and your ebay costs and e- all that stuff <laughs> so you you're you're breaking even uh so but i can totally i can see the newer foils going over 10 yeah I and if you compare it to any of the other foils uh there isn't one oh i guess eternal masters yeah. is at three so the you said that yeah. Foils, yeah but other than that like you said there's 70 80 bucks $27. Yeah, so definitely the foils are probably the ones to go for. I like it. I just don't like Counterspell. <laughs> uh, my next one is actually a card that Lowry... There's a couple of reasons why I picked this one. Lowry intrigued me on this one when we were playing with this this last year. I don't remember what deck you had this in, uh, but it's Eldrazi Displacer from Oath of the Gatewatch, and I'm focused on the foils of these guys. Uh, there's a couple of reasons... I like this card a lot. I think it should be used a lot more in Commander. Mm-hmm. Might Is get it added underrated? to our list. Might get added to our future segment. Uh, but I was able to pick these up for about five bucks foils. Yeah, I think I, I picked up like four or six of them for right around four or five bucks. Yeah, and they're only in 5,000 EDH decks, which is kind of crazy because I'm like, any white deck should have this in there. It's. It's quite good. Because there's a couple things that it does. You exile something. It's like a flicker. But then you also are tapping down if you wanted to. If you wanted to get through, you're tapping their creatures. It it can give you extra enter the battlefield tokens. It's very versatile. Yeah. Uh, Has a little bit higher inventory at the moment. But there's another reason why I picked this. Saffron all of effect. Saffron played it in a deck. And I I watched a little bit of the video of... uh, Which one is it? It's the... He just made an Eldrazi Displacer deck. But wasn't it one of his uh, Against the Odds? I think it was, oh, against, it was against the Odds. The odds yeah. yeah. And it actually did really well. Like the deck from... I watched at least the first two matches and he won both of them. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is a pretty sweet deck. And I was like, I've been wanting to pick this up anyways. I have regulars, but I want foils. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to watch out for the Saffron effect because it it's can real. make a card it's real. just dwindle. And there is a little bit of movement. That's that jump thing that I was just talking about. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. The little wiggle, wiggle. Uh, so I, but I would pick this up because it's actually a really good EDH. EDH? <laughs> it's, now you're Dutch. 
<laughs> French to Dutch and a little bit EDH of American dick. in there. It's an EDH dick. <laughs> uh, but it's a good EDH card. Uh, so I would definitely pick this up. Five bucks is great for these foils. Um, and I don't see them being printed anytime soon. Sure, no, I don't. Like, Devoid makes it a harder reprint. Yeah. So, like, one, one thing to kind of look for is, like, mechanics that are pretty unique and you don't think are probably going to come back, you know? So, a lot of things that say uh, Shroud, you probably won't see those very often unless it's a commander Correct. set. So, if you're looking at foil things of things that say Shroud, most likely that's the only foils that are going to be there mm-hmm. unless they do a Modern Masters whatever set. Uh, all right. Your next one, Larry. Uh, going with Spellseeker. Now, this card was printed in Battle Bond. Uh, it's sitting around like five, six bucks right now. Uh, but again, this is a card. It's uh, it goes and searches for like an instant or sorcery of three or less. I can't really read the card, but two, two or less, and that's pretty much everything in modern. And I think this card is balanced enough and powerful enough to make an effect in modern if it gets printed in. Uh, Modern Horizons. Uh, and even if it doesn't get printed in Modern it's Horizons... It's a solid, it's... solid card. This goes and gets Cyclonic Rift. Mm-hmm. Like, or yeah. Swords of Plowshare, yeah. or... And that's uh, one thing we talked about when Battlebond came out. We're like, this is a Cyclonic Rift grabber. Yeah, this this card is really quite good. Um, and it is kind of on the rise. It's getting that little wiggle up. Uh, but I think that's kind of it's from... it's more of a curve up. It's curve up, whatever. Doesn't whatever. yours curve up? I just want to... <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Uh, more like a weird angle. <laughs> you need to switch it, switch hands, buddy. <laughs> I'm not that talented. No. Uh, so this card I can totally see being good enough to be in modern. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see it. Be, if it gets in there, it'll be, yeah. this thing will go crazy. Yeah. One, one thing that I'm looking for when it comes to modern horizons, just so that you guys, can, if you're looking around, is like, is it in, like a le- legacy card? Is it good, but not necessarily played mm. in legacy? Like if it's a legacy staple, I just don't see it being printed because one thing that they've stated over and over is they want a distinct difference between legacy, legacy and, and modern. modern. And so, um, or if you have kill, a card that they're trying to kill legacy, like, they can't. It's, <laughs> it's like vintage. Vintage is still, you know, mm. the cards are still going to go up. Uh, you, so you're just. You you want that distinct feel, but you also want a little bit more power in modern as well, mm-hmm. like more answers. So that's kind of what I was going for in the thought process. I like it either way, even if it isn't the yeah the foils are like forty bucks right now. Oh yeah, so don't go not for foil. Regular, regular. Yep. All right, my last one is chain veil. <laughs> The card that I said uh, would replace Chain Veil and Chain Veil <laughs> sucks and all that. You I'm glad I didn't that. sell. Didn't no, I didn't say it sucked. But I said that this one w- should replace it because I thought it was better. Uh, Oath of Tefiri, I know we talked about the foils a few weeks ago because Fast Finance talked about the foils then. Those have already kind of gone up. Those are around 12 14 bucks. Actually, I think they got up to like 18 at some point. <laughs> Well, um, this is still a standard card, so this will help standard card like decks. Yeah. So with this, I'm talking about the non-foils. I was actually seeing them on TCG. You could pick them up for sub a dollar. You got to do the TCG cart filler like we talked about last week's episode. Mm. Uh, but you can find these on TCG for under a dollar. It's showing a spike right now for over a dollar, but I was still seeing them at 50 cents. Right before the show. Yeah. yeah. And 
the inventory is still really low on those. So it's it's not much longer, and this card is going to be two, three, four, five dollar card, especially when the planeswalkers start to actually come out and get revealed. We start seeing it and be like, "Ooh, this goes very yeah. well with Oath of Teferi." <laughs> so yeah, it's. It seems it's the only oath that's in standard that will be affected. This I don't know. This is good enough to it'll it'll take a dip after it rotates from standard. Yeah, but it's good enough, and I think it's you know this this fits in just about any Super Friends deck in mm-hmm. EDH. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll get all my I have all my copies and then sell them all but my foil one, mm-hmm. and then you know it'll take a dip, but I want to have that because it is going to go in every freaking Super Friends deck that I have. You know, anytime that I'm playing blue white, uh, Atraxa. I don't even think I have it in Atraxa yet. I haven't Probably even probably should. Yeah. Well, I only I play with that. our Commander, you know, yeah. Commander Smith decks, so I at don't this point. I don't tweak the other ones at all. So, but yeah, go find those. They're still under fifty cents, which is where the bottom was on these. And right now, Goldfish is showing a spike over a dollar. Like I said, I think these are going to go a couple dollars higher once they actually start uh, revealing the the set here. And what, a couple weeks, three weeks, two weeks, three I weeks? I wouldn't expect anything until April. Yeah. So. All right, Lowry, your last one. My last one's going to be Goblin Ringleader. Uh, again, this is, so thought process here is Goblins is a fairly legitimate legacy deck. Um, but I also see them, they kind of like, try and push goblins in modern or like standard decks so like they uh there's a lot of goblins that came out in dominaria that was supposed to help it some reprints and that didn't really help the deck and i can totally see them putting this card in there for the card advantage that red goblins so needs Mm -hmm. um and so there, there are some other ones that could potentially see it but i think they're almost too staple so like goblin lackey that is legacy goblins right there so yeah it's an uncommon so i can they they could print it but i just don't see them because that's too iconic to legacy whereas this i can easily because they have cards like it in modern like collected company or they have the silver ranger which is for elves yeah which is the same thing here uh so i can easily see them printing this one and it's necessary it would be very necessary in my opinion for a goblin deck to happen competitively in in uh and modern mm-hmm. and then it actually gets goblin decks in relevant as well well, well relevant yeah. in modern like yeah. they really i mean they're there but they're what tier two maybe yeah they're if, tier two or three like they're they're kind of all over the place which i don't even know because i don't follow modern so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i have actually heard from other casts too that they were talking about goblins as a target not necessarily yeah. this card but goblins being a target for they, and they have always like they keep on trying to push it like they brought in um shoot well it's kind of an original tribe you know i mean it's the, sure, the it's one of, yeah it's merfolk is pretty decent merfolk, elves are pretty elves, decent goblins goblins is not zombies uh what do we got for Z- zombies has always been more like casual though to whereas like merfolk elves and goblins have always been kind of competitive well no no i'm just thinking back to the Original, original back yeah, in the white day would you have be humans or knights goblin or king you have zombie lord uh lord of atlantis uh, let's see what do we got left we got white and green what are our two our lords didn't we have some lords in there I couldn't even tell you what the white one is it's got to be good soldiers somehow with soldiers, soldiers. <laughs> i don't know well you know elves elvish archdruid but that wasn't old school i know <laughs> 
It gave you the weird <laughs> no. like, Well, that's the only one I could think of that gave like one plus one and did something, but that was more recent. That wasn't even that recent. That was sure, still... it's probably the one that gives plus one, plus one in Forest Walk to all elves. But what is that one, though? I don't remember. But that's what I was I thinking, is that's each one that. had their own little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good story, Hansel. Yeah. Back in the day, that's what used to be really good. I still have my original. I think the revised though. Uh, original revised, revised <laughs> which is the fourth edition. <laughs> yeah. Totally revised original. Lord of Atlantis. Jesus. Don't don't buy anything authentic from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> they this are original. A, this is an authentic reprint. <laughs> it's not a proxy. No, authentic. <laughs> real. All right, I think is that it. Are we all done. <laughs> Are we done with this episode, please? Because we got another episode to go. <laughs> We're good. We're golden. All Let's right. So you guys can follow us on Twitter at Commander Smith. You can check out our YouTube page. Subscribe. Remember, that's the best way to follow us for free. Wink, wink again. Get, two weeks in a row yeah. uh, at Commander Smith. Uh, and then shoot us some song suggestions. I love it that I don't have Email. to write any songs love anymore. Love letters. Love letters. Whatever you want. If you oh, what was? I have a love letter that I'm supposed to do. You do. Uh, yeah. You kind of fucked that up because that's going to be the next Yeah, because we didn't do a love letter. It was just me bitching. Yeah. Shit. All right. It's better. Uh, <laughs> that's, those are the best kind of love letters. Uh, and then... <laughs> Go on Patreon, like I said, uh, right now for at least March, you're gonna get a uh, proxies proxy if you donate. Sort, if you donate, amount. if you give five dollars or more, uh, we do international shipping, but it has to get over a certain amount because it has to make sense for us to be able to send it. So after I think ten dollars is when we start doing that. You changed all that stuff. I, I don't I, remember. I haven't it's, donated. It's all listed us. on there, but then for each level, you get that many more proxies from the proxy of the, the week stuff. So yeah. that's temporary. Uh, that will change. I think proxies will always be involved. It's just we How are going to start. Yeah. Tiers? We'll, we'll try and get other stuff in there. But yeah, we just want to get things rolling. If you and, want us to sign it, yeah. we will. We can. Probably yes. not. I don't know. <laughs> we can, definitely. It ruin cards. But the, yeah, it ruined a proxy that yeah. we're just... <laughs> they were like, fucking A. <laughs> How much have I got to pay to not have you sign it? <laughs> Another $5, please. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking scam artist. Oh. All right. That'll do it for this week. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye.